back, everybody, to the greatest music NFT podcast show. I am your host, Beaks Vibe, and this is your number one source for all things Web3 music and music NFTs. You know, I'll set this up because this is just going to be another interesting podcast episode, but I'm also really excited to talk about this episode. So you all know we are in a bear market, people. And when we're in a bear market, crazy things happen, especially when you are in crypto, especially when you are in Web3. We've talked about some of the social engineering that's been happening, which is still just absolutely bonkers. It's going out there in the world right now. And there's just a lot of, as we've talked, nonsense going on in this world. And when we've, you know, when we, I talk to my my dear beloved music NFT listeners and my community, it's such a sacred, such a loving place near and dear to my heart. Because when you look at the rest of crypto Twitter, which is really being pretty trendy right now, which is, you know, they're being... They are overpowering the Twitter algorithms, what I believe is happening. So I'm seeing a lot of this content hit my feed. Anyone that's kind of being on the Twitter scene knows that ever since kind of Elon has taken over, the for you section has become quite a hot topic, a hot button issue. So just seeing a lot. But another thing that I've been seeing that's caught my eye out there over the course of this past week, that's been a lot of conversation, a lot of Twitter debate, has been the focus of the ApeCoin DAO, okay? And the ApeCoin DAO is the entity, the Web3 organization that oversees the token ApeCoin, which is the Board Ape Yacht Club token, right? So not a lot of NFT projects have their own token, but of course, Blue Chip, Board Ape Yacht Club is a big player out there and, you know, venture capital funded, venture capital backed. A16Z, I believe, is like a major backer of them and they've got their own token. So a lot of financial stuff going on there, a lot of kind of interesting stuff. But as you all know, and I've talked about it a little bit before, but, you know, I have been a part of a DAO and part of what's been kind of the debate is... Who is part of this DAO? Who gets nominated? And then, you know, what's the compensation? There's a lot of payments to the people that run the DAO. I mean, it is a business. I mean, that is the idea of a lot of DAOs. I mean, not all DAOs, but for all intents and purposes for this episode, you know, we're going to be talking about DAOs as the idea of kind of Web3's take on how to structure and organize a business. So I got to set this up. And I'm going to do my best. And, you know, we're doing short and sweet episodes, but I've got to give a little context to where I'm coming from here. So I was very, very close to just writing up actually like a whole thesis and take on DAOs because I did a lot of research on DAOs when I was participating in a DAO. And so I participated in the Harmony Ecosystem DAO. They had a community DAO that I was a part of. I was a governor on, you know, there were nine governors that all have three-month runs. You nominate yourself. You have to get voted in by your peers. They all vote with the Harmony's, you know, native blockchain token, which is one, you know, that's the name of the token, one O-N-E. And, you know, you vote and you have to get voted in. Nine people get voted in every three months. And so it's a whole kind of like democratic process of, you know, running. And 
governors get paid, all this stuff. Same thing as like what's happening with ApeCoin DAO. So let, let's let's talk about ApeCoin DAO. Here's where some of the you know, because people don't really understand like kind of what goes on until it gets brought up, and then everyone's kind of like a back chair, you know, a backseat quarterback uh, when they have like an issue to complain about. So apparently, the people that get nominated to run the ApeCoin DAO, it's like they get paid like nine thousand dollars a month, right? It's like seven, eight, nine thousand dollars a month, depending on like the specific title you are running for. So secretary or governor or whatever, right? All those kinds of things. But that's a lot of money. I mean, seven, eight, nine grand a month. You know, so if you're in that role for three months at a time, or if you get a role for six months, right? So it adds up quick. And when I was being a governor for the Harmony DAO, it was $9,000 for the entirety of the three months. So $3,000 a month, which also is a lot of money. Like it was an interesting proposal when I saw like what was going on, right? So there was like, there's a lot of parallels that I, I saw and the same thing happened there. There was a lot of complaints from the community of Harmony that it's like, hey, these governors are getting paid way too much money. Now, for the record, I received $0.00. I never received a cent. I never received a one token. I never received anything from Harmony's, uh, my time working as a governor from Harmony, which is an entire different story, which we might be able to cover on another episode. We do not have time for that. But if anyone knows the history of Harmony, that blockchain has been down bad. They got hacked by like the North Korean hackers, their blockchain bridge. They lost a hundred million dollars or over a hundred million dollars and like the entire network and infrastructure and ecosystem and every project that was on their blockchain essentially kind of ran away. So it has a sad and tragic ending, but that'll be for another episode. Before then, it was good days. <laughs> when it was good days, I was part of that DAO. But there was a lot of commotion, right? There was a lot of issues and every, a lot of complaints. And when it's the community facing DAO, you're kind of facing the people and serving for the people. Hence the name governor. You're kind of serving the people for the people. It's a very democratic uh, situation. So I guess I say that all that to say that what's the point, right? Like, what's the point of these DAOs? And I'm here to tell you folks that most DAOs are really, really pointless and are nothing but in giant wastes of money. Now, I know I am sitting, as I'm sitting here saying this to you all, I do have a prior episode where I am discussing the idea of how a music label could turn into a DAO. And I still stand by my word. Not only do I stand behind the episode, but I stand by the idea that I still think a music label is the best idea of how DAOs could function. And hopefully this is a little bit of a 300 level kind of class because this is assuming, this episode is assuming that the listener here has the kind of understanding of what DAOs are all about. So hopefully you are all staying with me. And if not, please go check out that prior episode where I do talk about music labels as a DAO in Web3 and how that could be a great idea because I get a little bit more into kind of the beginning stages of what DAOs are all about. So let's get back to this ApeCoin DAO idea. So what's the purpose of the ApeCoin DAO? It's to accelerate the adoption, the awareness, the idea of ApeCoin, right? And this is not me shilling ApeCoin. I don't own any ApeCoin. I'm not, I've never been an investor in Board Ape Yacht Club. I'm simply using it as a case study and as an example to talk about because it's really big in the news. And that's the same thing that was happening with the Harmony Community DAO, right? It was to build awareness, to build exposure, to build the brand of Harmony, to kind of 
make, you know, more awareness of the projects that were there just to kind of, you know, help establish that ecosystem to bring it to life. So our job was to just build bigger and, but it's kind of that ambiguity thing. It's like marketing. It's like, we're just promote, like just do all this stuff. And so what are like the obvious, most obvious kind of things that people always think they're going to do? Oh, we're going to, you know, post on social media. Oh, we're going to, you know, do some like sponsorships. Oh, we're going to do Twitter spaces, like all the kind of like obvious tactics of like marketing things to do. But people will use the DAO as a way to kind of extract money from the community. So it's like you bid for the projects, right? Hey, for uh, I, I'll host a Twitter space for the ApeCoin DAO and you guys pay me, you know, $2,500 a Twitter space. And it's like, okay, well, how many people can you bring into your Twitter space? Oh, well, I, I bring in like 300 people in my Twitter space. And so, you know, you try and do the, like whatever the math is. And so you'll have people, you know, trying to bid, oh, Twitter spaces so I can earn this or... You know, I'll post, you know, I'll, I'll do social media posts, you know, talking about ApeCoin or, you know, same thing with Harmony's DAO, right? It was like, oh, well, I'll host whatever and get paid, you know, how much money in one, the Harmony token, to like spread awareness of Harmony. It, everyone has the same tactics. It's all been the same thing. And it's all just kind of the same ruse of like nonsense, just everyone thinking that, you know, like there's a lot of wasted energy in marketing tactics. I, I've got a lot of news for you. And anyone coming from the music side of things where you've got to just spend so many hours self-promoting tirelessly, shamelessly, you know, promoting this, doing that Instagram story, TikTok, tweet. It's like you already know what the grind is for like trying to do the social media things. And sometimes it just feels like you're like spinning your wheels in the mud, grinding your gears and not really getting a lot of return on your investment. So anyone that knows a little better or savvier about kind of how the social media game works, it's like these are just like burnt out like tactics that are just way too not savvy enough in terms of like because everyone's trying to onboard, right? Like, How do we get awareness? How do we bring new people that don't already know into it? And so that's the game and that's the MO that everyone's trying to do. And if it were easy, everyone would be onboarded by now, right? But kind of as we talked about last week's episode, I don't know that we necessarily are ready as a community, a greater community for the onboarding because there's still a lot of filth that we need to kind of filter out of the of the community and out of the ecosystem, I believe. And the last thing I just want to say on the DAO thing is, you know, the, like where did DAOs come from, right? I, I talked about it at the beginning of this episode that I did a lot of research on DAOs and I really wanted to understand DAOs better. They were made public essentially from Vitalik, who used to journal, or I think, I think he still journals, and it's still out there on the internet, but back in like December 2013, I believe, he put out a thing that talked about DAOs for the first time, and, he, and it was like really debating the acronym. It was, should we call them like DOs, like decentralized organizations, DCs, decentralized companies, and ultimately he you know kind of stuck with DAO, a decentralized autonomous organization and it was this big idea that it was going to be this flat structured company right with no hierarchy meaning no senior management middle management you know junior level uh, entry level kind of staffer you weren't going to have that type of executive you know principal agent problem and there was going to be no boss, no leadership. Everyone was just kind of in it to win it. And you were just hopefully going to, it was just going to be very democratic, right? Like it was just either had a majority vote on how to, on how to kind of move forward and navigate, 
or you wouldn't progress. And anyone that's run like a startup or ever even just been in business in general or just had an idea and wanted to execute, I mean, scaling is an issue. And when you start with a small team, obviously fewer people making critical choices, executive choices, makes companies move swiftly and fastly. And when you have to have the majority of your organization voting on every decision that's being made, it slows the process to almost a grinding halt from the very, very beginning. So this idea of like how the DAOs work and how DAOs function, it's just a really, really obtuse way of running. And I think there are good ideas that come from it, like in terms of when and where do democratizing critical decisions at high like creative levels when does that make sense? Hence why I believe a record label or a music label that's utilizing its kind of core audience and fan base to make kind of important decisions is an interesting idea still. But when you're talking about marketing choices or just how to build awareness for a coin or community and it's like you can't put your left foot forward in front of your right foot without getting a majority vote. It stymies progress in a way that's so incredible that it's not really surprising to me that Vitalik Buterin introduced the idea of DAOs in 2013, and we're sitting here in 2023 still not even exactly sure what they do or how they're supposed to operate. So with that, I think I'm going to leave it there. There's a whole lot more I can talk about. I was trying to kind of tell the story, set it up, give a little context, also talk about the ApeCoin DAO thing um, and the six-figure salaries that their governors are going to be making. God bless them. Uh, if you can get it, get it while you can, baby, because that venture capital money, I'm sure, is great. But yeah, so that's it. So follow us if you are not already following us on social media. Make sure you are checking us out everywhere we are. We are on TikTok. We are on YouTube. Of course, we are on Twitter and we are anywhere podcasts are streamed where you can get them for free. Yes, you heard that right for free. And yeah, give us a follow. Give us a subscribe. You know, check us out on our other episodes too. I talked about, you know, I've talked about social engineering just a couple episodes ago. We talked about AI taking out mass jobs and the hysteria of the fear and doomer theories of AI last week's episode, we talked about how the idea of DAOs and in, in record labels being a DAO is still a good idea. So check that out. I know I'm being a little bit controversial or, or contradictory in my own statements here, but you know, it's, I think the majority of people thinking they can just flip every business into a DAO is a miss, a swing, a major swing and a miss. I think there are some edge cases where democratizing executive choices is an interesting thought so i'll leave it at that anyways check us out thanks for listening if you're still listening you are a real one and we appreciate you and let us know that you exist we love interacting with listeners the fans all that good stuff and we will see you same place same time next week peace